Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day today. Uh, it's January 6th. going to date the show right off the bat because this is going to be an interesting show today. Um, I commend a lot of the patriots who have descended onto Washington, looked at a lot of the photos, people are sending me videos. Um, place is packed. They're expecting upwards of over 4 million people there today. Uh, immense turnout. And now hopefully... This can be a warning to what's going on, but after I saw last night, and Dad's going to talk about it in a minute, this whole thing in Georgia last night, uh, golly, what a rerun. I mean, the, the poll watchers getting locked out, Dominion machines. The fact that they use Dominion voting machines again for this election in Georgia boggles my mind after everything that was exposed with these. And uh, now they're basically saying that the... Uh, the U.S. Senate basically is going to be controlled by the Democrats now, which is not surprising because after what we saw November 3rd, that's why I told a lot of people yesterday, I said, what you saw November 3rd, do you think we're going to have an honest election again using Dominion voting machines again in Georgia? And the answer is no. They're going to do exactly what they wanted to do again. And this is what I've been ranting about as far as with the election fraud. And it's so frustrating because we saw it happen. We watched it happen again last night. The same thing again. Oh, uh, we're going to stop counting the ballots again. We're going to go count them later on. Oh, 2.50 a.m. Oh, we got another batch of ballots in again. What a complete and total mess. What do you think about this whole thing that's going on again, Deb? Wow, Austin. Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Remember I told you guys to start with. This whole election thing started. I said... Donald Trump's going to win the election, and then it's going to get contested, and then it's whoever the cabalist bankers want to be in office are going to be in office. And this morning I was praying with Sharon when I was praying for you guys, and the Holy Spirit kind of showed me something, and I want to just kind of expose this and reveal it to you guys, because it's kind of obvious, but you know it kind of puts a few pieces of the puzzle together. These guys that are doing this, you know, when they built the international worldwide web, you know, the internet superhighway they did it to enslave the people to basically track you and to monitor you and to basically spy on you but remember the, the lucifer clown this this thing whatever he is you know this whatever you want him to be with your mind i mean this is this is the evil bail moloch worship, you know, all of this stuff okay i'm not gonna even go into that right now but he's not omnipresent like like the great i am is and so he doesn't see what's going to happen in advance he doesn't understand that. That's why I said none of this stuff is taking God by surprise. Now, Lucifer and the, his little minions, they're always doing stuff to try to, you know, ensnare you and to enslave you and to bring you basically into their way of thinking. And what's happened is, because of this new Gutenberg press we have that's called the Internet, you know, we've been able to get out now and tell the people the truth. You know, Lynn Wood. And I've listened to some more of his stuff, and I'm still questioning why in the world he's getting so much traffic online unless it's just, you know, generic because so many people are picking up what he's saying. He's straight calling out the pedophiles and basically the Satanists and the worldwide sex child trafficking network that is upon us. But at this point, these guys know because of what happened with Jeffrey Epstein being Mossad and Mossad being controlled by Israel. It's funny, you know, we're like the only ones who say that. Jeffrey Epstein 
worked for Mossad. Everybody says, oh, wow, okay. No, Jeffrey Epstein worked for Mossad equals Jeffrey Epstein, worked for Israel equals Jeffrey Epstein as an employee of Israel, along with Ghislaine Maxwell, which is owned by the Rothschild banking cartel through their central banks. That would be Israel through the Balfour Declaration. But nobody wants to talk about that because it's, it's not something that we're supposed to talk about as Christians because of the Schofield Bible. But what happened here is this. These people who are doing this often are running scared. They realize that they're being exposed. They're getting a full-blown, front-page, alt-news media coverage from people like me and you, and apparently Lynn Wood, who's basically telling everybody about what's happening here and telling everybody he has a dead man switch now in case they kill him. I mean, it's to that point with Lynn that he is now aware of what's happening all over the planet and all over the world, and he's exposing it. And he said the same thing that I said the other day, and he's the only other person that I've heard say this besides me. Now, he may have heard us talk about this on the show. I don't know. I don't know if it listens, it listens to our show or not. But we know we've got thousands of people that we know of that have been basically blackmailed by Jeffrey Epstein. You know, when they were videotaped having sex with children. Lynn Wood says that many of these children were murdered. And I've mentioned that, too, because of the altar and because of that temple that Jeffrey Epstein had on that island. Okay, in Pedophile Island. And we know that only a few dozen girls have come forward out of the thousands that were recruited by Jeffrey Epstein. We know a lot of them were also turned into prostitutes, put on the street, got hooked on drugs, and Lynn Wood says they were also murdered. Now, this goes right back to what Ted Gunderson said. Now, he was the head of the FBI in L.A. County, and Ted Gunderson basically had a massive fight against the CIA Project Monarch and the ritual sexual abuse of children. Now, let me give you some background on Ted Gunderson so you don't think this is some weirdo. Gunderson served as special agent for the FBI from 51 to 79. In 1960, he was promoted to the supervisor of the FBI headquarters in Washington, D.C. He was in charge of organized crime and racketeering investigations covering 26 field offices nationwide. Following the assassination of Kennedy, he was reassigned to Special Inquiry White House Matters at FBI Headquarters. In 1965, he was promoted to Special Assistant Agent in Charge of Internal Security Anti-Terrorism of New Haven, Connecticut Field Office. In 1970, he was promoted to the Assistant Special Agent in Charge of the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania Field Office. And on July the 12th, 1972, he negotiated, he did, this Ted Gunderson did, negotiated successfully with the hijackers of the National Airlines Flight 496 for the release of 119 passengers at the Philadelphia International Airport. In 1973, he was promoted to the Chief Inspector at FBI Headquarters. He also served as Special Char Agent in Charge of the Memphis and Dallas field offices, and he was the senior special agent in char charge of the Los Angeles field divisions from 1977 to 1979. So this guy was huge in the FBI, but he and he was a real FBI guy, and he was he was legit. Okay, he continued a lifetime of public service when he retired, and he started talking about how inside of the United States, this is what I've told you guys that we have a secondary government, a hidden-hand government that is financed by international criminal operations, international monetary operations, that would be the central banks, involving gambling, drugs, illegal surveillance, gang stalking, prostitution, child abuse, rape, 
kidnapping and human trafficking. So he talked about all of this stuff, and he also said that children would be sold in covert auctions for up to $50,000 per child. He also went into detail on MKUltra, Project Monarch, and the Echelon program. And he said there's some of the black operations run by rogue elements of the CIA and the NSA against which Special Agent Gunnarsson fought as he testified that these different programs make the FBI's former COINTELPRO, which he said he worked on, including supervisor capacity, look like a Sunday school program. In his fight, Gunnarsson exposed criminal operations like the Seekers, who ritually abuse children in satanic rituals and who kidnap and rape American children every single day. He also talked about the Franklin cover-up. He also talked about gang stalking. He also talked about geoengineering. This guy was the real deal. And he's dead now. He died of cancer. Now, the hard part about all of this stuff is getting people to realize this guy was real, he was credible, and he was out there telling the people the truth. Ted Gunderson was real. Lynn Wood is telling the truth. He is telling us that basically we have an entire world that is being run by pedophile extortion blackmail schemes ensnaring top influences like Justice Roberts, and we basically have exposed all these guys now. Hence why we have Donald Trump completely and totally controlled. Remember, he was friends with Epstein too. Donald Trump, whose daughter is a Kabbalist, which is she's, a, she's basically a witch, and all of these different people that we think are having our best interests at heart, I can pretty much guarantee you there will not be a mass event in which Donald Trump will be speaking to the 4 million people in Washington today. He won't have speakers set up. He won't have a platform set up, though he could easily have done that. He is president of the United States. He could have signed an executive order, and he could have had a platform set up and had so Secret Service come in and do a giant you know, program for him. He could have spoken and done a massive rally to 4 million people today, but that's not going to happen either. All of this stuff is being done to create massive friction. Now we've got the Proud Boys fighting with the police in D.C. We've got National Guard deployed. We've got, you know, boards and windows all boarded up. This thing is rife for a false flag. And regardless of what happens, whether the Patriots do anything or not, the media could say they did something. We saw it just the other day when Austin was talking about how we had machine gun fire at the outlet mall in Orlando, and the media comes back and says, we have no evidence of machine gun fire. And multiple people, including one of our employees at Health Masters, heard the machine gun fire. But now there is no, there is no machine gun fire because they can control public perception because they can control the media and the radio and the TV. If they tell you what you're supposed to hear, this is the extent of their brazenness that they can go in and do another full-blown election steal like they did last night. Uh, Gene was giving me updates, and finally I told him, I said, look, I said, it doesn't matter. Don't care. They're going to do what they want to do. The Kabbalists are basically showing us that they're fully in charge of the United States of America, and there's nothing that we can do to stop it at this point except for to continue to tell the truth until the people in America grow a set rise up against this and start going into local elections and getting these Masonic leaders and these weirdos out of the mayor seats, out of the city council seats, out of the sheriff seats, out of the local representative seats for state legislatures. We've got to start a grassroots movement. We're never going to fix this in Washington from the top up, top down. It can't be fixed. It's too corrupt. We've got to start from the bottom up and go the other direction. And this is what we have to do. Now, Jesus 
was very, very clear about this, and I want to cover this with you real quick, because when we see this worldwide pedophile network that Linwood's talking about that's doing this to these children, we've got to realize that Jesus uh, basically stood against this. Now, Jesus said in Matthew 18.6, he said, But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it'd be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and be drowned in the depth of the sea. Now, why would Jesus say this? Because he understood that the synagogue of Satan that was running around, which was the ancient Canaanite religion network that was still in play then and today, was basically sodomizing and raping these young children. He, he knew this was going on. And that's why he told those people, you mess with these little kids, be better you go tie a millstone, which is a grinding stone for like grinding wheat, which is, could weigh several tons, be tied around their neck and tossed into the sea and be done with you. Be better for you to have that happen than what's going to happen to you when you go to hell. He's warning the people about what's going to happen to these Satanists and these other weirdos and these pedophiles who are killing these children. Look at the Hunter Biden videos on the high Hunter Biden laptop. He has video of himself raping and beating and doing horrible things to children. But yet... His father was just elected president of the United States illegally, wasn't elected, was completely and totally stolen, but yet we sit back because Congress is now being controlled by this pedophile network through organized crime, and we can't do anything about it. So the country itself has been usurped, because I've told you this before, the Constitution of the United States of America is wholly inadequate for a non-Christian group of people to run it, because it's too easily manipulated. And these Kabbalist Luciferians have come in now, and they've taken over the United States through blackmail, pretty much, and through the control of the money supply. And that's why we have ourselves in this situation, because we've walked away from God. We've allowed prayer to be taken out of schools. We've promoted the mass genocidal abortion of the sacrifice and ritual of killing children to Baal. We've done this. We've taken our eyes off of Jesus, the Lamb of God, the Prince of Peace, the Counselor, the Good Shepherd, our Savior, our Redeemer, our Deliverer, and people don't understand what even being a Christian is anymore. They get converted in a church to a Christ spirit, and they never have a relationship in many cases to the actual Savior of Jesus, the actual individual of God himself, of Christ. They don't understand what the power of Christ is or the infilling of the Holy Spirit is. They don't understand what the blood really does. And how it's a continual sacrifice for our sins to renew us and to bring us back to God as far as like a transformer would be to allow you to be at one with God, the great I am. Nobody gets this. You know, we do on this show because I talk about it all the time. You know, but the reality is most Christians are basically powerless. They have no ability to stand against this because they don't know the truth and they've capitulated. Even though Christ warned us about all of this stuff because, you know, th this is so important we understand this. Matthew 18.10 says, See that you do not despise one of these little ones talking about children. For I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. You know, he's warning us, make sure you take care of the children. You know, Austin has a two-year-old and a four-year-old. You know, I've, I've got four kids, and many of you have got children. And any of us who are good parents would be willing to die for our kids. The problem is these people who run the planet, they don't see children like we see children. 
made in the image of God. They followed the practices of Aleister Crowley, who followed the practice of the ancient Canaanites, in which they see these children as objects to basically increase their own energy field from the satanic groups through the mass abuse of these children. I mean, it's, it's awful how they actually think. In Revelation 3.9, it talks about the synagogue of Satan. It says, Behold, I will make them the synagogue of Satan, which they say are Jews, but they're not Jews. Remember, these are Luciferians. But who do lie, behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. In addition to that, it says in Revelation 2.9, I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. I know about the slander of those who say they are Jews, and they are not, but they are the synagogue of Satan. And this is why we have to understand what's going on. You know, in John, it says this again, in, in, you know, in verse 42, I believe chapter, John chapter 9, it says, Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me, for I've come here from God. I have not come on my own. God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil. These were the Luciferians. You want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he's talking about Lucifer, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Can you prove me guilty of sin? If I'm telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear me is that you do not believe in God, and you are not the children of Abraham. This is John chapter 8, by the way. It wasn't chapter 9. And then, and it was really interesting about this. And then he, then he gets into a big argument with him about who he is and what he is, and he's God. And finally, he says in verse 58, Verily, truly, I tell you, Jesus answered, Before Abraham was born, I am. Now, he just said he was the great I am. He just said that. Before Abraham was born, I am. So, you know, this is the thing that we need to understand is that we have been put underneath this group of people because our government leaders and our clergy have allowed them to usurp the power in order to cause us to stumble in the fall. In Acts, this is a really interesting chapter in chapter 13, and they traveled through the whole island until they came to Patmos. Now, listen to this. There they met a Jewish sorcerer. How many times have I told you we've got witches and warlocks and sorcerers running the country, running the world? Calls it out. There they met a Jewish sorcerer and false prophet named Bar-Jesus, who was an attendant of the proconsul Sergius Paulus. The proconsul, an intelligent man, said for Barnabas and Saul because he wanted to hear the word of God. But Elimus, apparently another sorcerer, for that is what his name means, opposed him and tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. Then Paul, who was called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elimus and said, You are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you ever stop perverting the right ways of the Lord? Now the hand of the Lord is against you, and you're going to be blind for, for a time, not able to even see the light of day. Now, guys, think about this. Paul's making these guys go blind in the New Testament who are sorcerers, and he's straight calling out, the sorcerers. And we need to realize this is the theme that went through the entire Old Testament and the New Testament. Revelation 18.23 And the light of a lamp will not shine in you any longer, and the voice of the bridegroom and bride will not 
be heard in you any longer for your merchants were the great men of earth because all nations were deceived by your sorcery so when I tell you we're controlled by sorcerers I'm not making this stuff up you know Second Chronicles 33.6 one of the kings he made his sons his own children pass through the fire sacrificed in the Baal in the valley of Ben-Orim and he practiced witchcraft used divination practiced sorcery and dealt with mediums and spiritists he did much in the evil of the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. Second Chronicles 33, 3-5 For he rebuilt the high places of Hezekiah his father had broken down, and he erected altar for Baal and for Asherah, and worshipped the host of heaven and served them. And you can go through the entire Old Testament and see this over and over and over with the sorcerers. The Pharaoh also called for the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also, the magicians of Egypt, and with the same secret arts, Exodus seven eleven. So throughout the entire Old Testament, there is a theme of sorcery that is coming from what the fallen angels taught the ancient Canaanites in how to worship the angels and to feed them energy from basically the child sacrifice, which we still have with us today. And that's where we have found ourselves. And if we don't understand this, we can't understand what's going on. Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 12. When you enter the land which the Lord your God gives you, you shall not learn to imitate the detestable things of those nations there. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire, sacrifice your child, one who uses divination, one who practices witchcraft, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who casts spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. I mean, they're telling you in 18, all these different places in the Old Testament you know, basically, come ye out from among to be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing, and stay away from these groups of people that do all of this stuff. But guys, I'm going to print, I'm going to post all of this stuff that I just read today on the website, so you guys can see it. But this is where we have to go back to. We've got to understand that if we don't go back to this, what ends up happening is none of it makes any sense. None of it. And then Romans eight thirty-eight through thirty-nine. I like this verse, for I'm convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, or any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's the hope that we have right now. The hope that I try my best, and Austin tries his best to give you on this show. Because we will call his name Jesus, because he is our Lamb of God. He is our Prince of Peace. He is our Counselor. He is our Good Shepherd. He is our Savior. And he is the Great I Am. And we need to understand this. That's why people say, well, don't you get upset about what's going on with the elections? Well, I don't like it at all. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to get myself into a knot over it. We've got to continue to expose the stuff that I just exposed. Look at Ted Gunderson's information. Look at the videos. I've posted an entire thing on him and all of the links back to his videos that he did. He came out and straight called this stuff out. Jeffrey Epstein worked for Mossad. Mossad is an Israeli secret intelligence agency. It is basically their, you know, their, 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 their personal mercenary force is what it is. And they're Israeli employees. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein with his thousands of children who are now missing and with his thousands of videotapes blackmailing all of these top people in our government are Israeli employees. Gosh, you know, get it. I had one time a couple of years ago, I was talking to somebody who I no longer speak to, and she said to me, she goes, 
we're going to support Israel no matter what. And I'm like, no matter what. Okay? She goes, and I said, so you're telling me that if Israel brings us World War III and kills billions of people and basically brings us under a new world order and a one world government, that we're going to stand by Israel. She goes, yes, regardless of what we're going to do, we're standing by them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the brainwashing is so powerful of what they've done with the Schofield Bible. Guys, listen to me. I mentioned it the other day. We don't have to support this stuff. It's all through the central banks that launder the money through all of the organized crime networks. Now they're telling us that in the United States, we've got huge amounts of people that are workers that are basically, you know, you know, construction workers using opioids. In fact, opioid use hits corruption to construction industry as overdoses are starting to soar. It says physically challenging work often leads laborers to turn to addictive painkillers, and COVID-19 makes treatment even more difficult. So now we have more and more people becoming victims of pharmacology, which is what the Bible also warns us about, that these same people use these sorceries and these magic and these incantations and these drugs on the people. Guys, listen to me. Pray. Oh, my gosh, I can't even tell you how important this is. Pray every single day. Day. I pray for you guys every day. You know, it's I when I was younger, I prayed a lot when I first got saved. I really did. I prayed a lot. And then I kind of fell to the wayside of that. And then God snapped me tight about eight years ago when he spoke to me in that prayer. And I, I began to realize how important it is that we have to maintain a relationship with the great I am. Because listen to me. You know, I'm sixty-five years old. You know, I'm doing everything I possibly can to get and put out God's word right now on this show as much as I possibly can. And I'm going to do all I can while there's breath in me to do this. And we all have to be that way. Talk to your pastors. Give them a copy of my show. Get them to start listening to this show with me in Austin. Because if you don't have the ability to communicate it with them, maybe they'll listen. Maybe they'll start preaching the truth. If we could turn the pastors in the pulpit back to God and back to Jesus, and back to the great I am, and back to preaching the truth. We can change this nation. I'm telling you that, guys. Regardless of the Johnson Amendment work, they can't, they, they may kill us. They may kill a bunch of us. They killed millions in Russia. Up to 100 million died in Russia. They killed half a million in Dresden in one night. But guys, they're not going to kill all of us. And when the reality comes down to it, there's only a few thousand of these these sorcerers and wizards on the entire planet that run the other 8 billion people. They're overwhelmed by numbers. That's why they're so desperate right now. That's why they're blatantly stealing elections in your face. But think about it. What they do with 9-11? They did the same thing with 9-11, didn't they? They blatantly took down buildings and Building 7, the Solomon Building, in front of everybody and we knew that it was a staged event. We knew it almost immediately after that. We knew what was going on and we saw it. Same thing happened with Pearl Harbor. We now know it was a staged event that was set up by Roosevelt and his Kabbalist Masonic leader friends. So we know this is going on. So if we know what's going on, don't get surprised and don't get in a knot. But don't stop talking about it. It's the grassroots they can't stop. Every time you get a chance, like I talked to Terry Flynn the other day, she goes, every time she gets a chance, she talks to the person she's with about listening to the show. You know, and if you have another show that you like better than ours, 
I don't care at this point if they're telling the truth and saying the same things that we are and they're getting information out to people. Tell people to listen to them too. I don't care. It makes no difference to me. It's, it's not like we're lone rangers in this thing. Jeff Fritz does an excellent job as far as with most of the guests that he brings on. Now, I don't agree with all of Jeff's guests, but, you know, that's okay. I mean, that's, But I really like Jeff Fritz. He's a good friend. And the same thing with Chuck Baldwin. I really like Chuck Baldwin. He does a great job. Pastor Torrell does a great job. Pastor Rutland does a great job as far as with his global service. There's all kinds of people out there that are still God-fearing people that are doing what's right in God's eyes. And so we need to be supporting the people that are doing this. It's so important. But then you got to ask yourself a question, especially with alt media. If they're not telling you what I told you today, if they're not talking about Ted Gunderson, if they're not talking about the child ritual sex magic trafficking network that runs the planet, if they're not talking to you about the Kabbalists and the Luciferians, and they're not talking to you about what Donald Trump has done and hasn't done, and they're not talking to you about Donald Trump's own daughter having basically rejected, denied Jesus Christ, and denied the virgin birth, if they're not talking to you about that, you need to stop back and step back and look at it and say, wait a minute, are we serving man or are we serving God? Remember King Saul in the Old Testament. The Jews were all about having a king. And Saul was real tall. He's like, you know, I think six, 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 seven, or whatever. He's a real big guy. And they wanted to have a huge king. They wanted to have a king that would tower over everybody. And, and Saul didn't, you know, and Saul was bad. And the prophet didn't want to anoint him. But God, they, but they forced it and they did it and it went sideways for Israel. Never look to a person for your leadership and for your adoration. Look to the most high God for that the great I am to Jesus we can all be used as individuals to promote an agenda promoting Jesus Christ and if we're not doing that why are we here honestly guys really why are we here if we can't teach people about eternity and what happens next because guys let me say something to you I personally don't believe the United States has the how should I say chutzpah any longer the, the ability to go in and stop this. I really don't. I don't believe that we're going to do it because of what's happened with the Schofield Bible. The only people that could have done it were the American Christians, and they've been blindsided to see the truth now. And so we have enough people seeing the truth and understanding the truth of who runs this world. Uh, it ain't going to change. We've got to call out the international banking cartels run out of Tel Aviv. We've got to call them out for who they are and what they've done and how they've enslaved the entire planet through Babylonian money magic. If we don't do that, it won't get better. And so we get rid of the Federal Reserve Bank of the United States, and we stop giving these guys billions of dollars through Israel, their proxy, every single year to bribe our own congressional leaders and our judges. Why would we think we'd have any differences in any changes in all this? It's not going to make any difference. And I'm not – look at Angela Merkel. She's completely and totally controlled. Look at Vladimir Putin now. He's all about coming out with passports and COVID IDs and all kinds of other stuff. Remember, Russia has a Rothschild-controlled central bank too. So does China. So does Germany. So does the United States. And they control the very essence of this world because they control the money supply. And they've learned through thousands of years of money manipulation and sorcery how to control groupthink. Don't allow them to control you. Always stand firm in the word to understand that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That he is our savior, and he is where our eyes should be focused. Austin, what do you think, bud? Well, that was well said. That was excellent, bud. And, I mean, you, you nailed it on the head. And, I, you know, I've said this to people, and I've got a lot of people mad at me about it, especially, you know, I've been 
a Trump supporter on the aspect of what a lot of the stuff he stood for, but as we pretty much have seen now, it's been a lot of big talk. Now, just to clarify, I just want to make sure I clarify this. He is speaking today. He decided last night, he posted on Instagram, uh, that he basically is setting up at the Ellipse at 11 a.m. Eastern. That's today in about 30 minutes. And uh, he will be speaking at the rally today, allegedly. This is what he put up on his Instagram I hope so. last night. So, so do I. Because, I mean, quite frankly, it, it's, it down is a matter of respect. Even if we can't fix this right now because everybody's been so compromised. It's like, hey, I'm coming out there. I'm at least going to stand with you guys on this. And this, this is the end of it. So, I mean, this is his last chance to make a stand if he really wants to support and make America great and keep America great. Like I said, this is it. This is his last chance because after this, if he capitulates and steps through, that's it. His his legacy, his reputation, every single thing he said will have been a moot point. It would have been nothing. It'll been just just fodder. Nothing. Absolutely just just nothing. So that's it. Sudi does. But again, in the meantime, as Dad just said, it's not the ability of us. It's not our it's it's not our point right now to sit and look at somebody like Dad just said with Saul. It's our point to stand our ground right now. It's our point to stand up and say, no, I'm not going to shut down my business. I'm not going to allow you to shut me down while you allow Costco and Sam's and Amazon to stay shoulder to shoulder all day, every day, because I'm supposed to live in fear because you told me to live in fear. We have to be done with this, guys. We have to be done with it and over with it. You know, it's so troubling to me to see so many people that have become so submissive over some of the most basic human civil liberties and rights that we have. And that's freedom to have commerce, be able to do business with one another. It's not the government's right or job or even legality to come in and say, you can't do this. You can't come in and you can't work. You can't run a business. They have no right to do that. They can come in, okay, take my license. Okay, that's fine. I'm still going to work. We've seen it now. It, 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 Ian up there, I told you guys, at Atlas Gym, they, they stripped their business license from them. They said, okay, take business license. doesn't mean anything anyways. Obviously, it doesn't mean a hill of beans. Not worth the papers printed on. If you guys can take it over frivolous nothing, and this is what we've continued to see now is we have to say no. This isn't going to stop. Bullies don't stop because you keep submitting to them. Now we've seen of the London Telegraph. This is grossly troubling to me. As we know, London, you know, England, UK, they don't have Second Amendment. <laughs> they don't have the ability to stand up for a lot of their rights. And the London Telegraph has now reported that London's MET police have now issued a statement noting that they will go around now and because of the hardline lockdown policy, because they've like locked down England now, they said they will go now. If they see anybody on the street, law enforcement will stop them and question them and issue a fine on the spot if they cannot provide a reasonable excuse for being out of their house. I'm not joking. Now, you can't even make this up now. So they are literally going to stop anybody they see walking around, walking around, literally – the basic principle of human freedom, the ability to walk and travel freely unmolested on your way. If you're walking around, you will be stopped 
and asked what you're doing. If you do not have a reasonable excuse, is what they said, you'll be fined. This, guys, this, my friends, is no longer about a virus. In my opinion, it never has been about a virus. It's all been about getting this vaccine together. It's about forcing people to inoculate themselves with this unbelievably toxic compound and whatever else is in it. I mean, we already know Moderna has blatantly talked about what the RNA does and pretty much what it is. It's, it's, it's a RNA platform. It's a it's essentially an operating system is what it is. This is, why, this is why so many people are saying, you know what, I'm a pass. Now hospitals are having to incentivize people to basically get these injections put into them. They're now saying in Pennsylvania, a um, hospital over there, they're offering $750 to employees paid for by the Federal CARES Act money to get basically shot up. Kid you not now. It's funny, I heard the same thing and, uh, that was going on in basically Missouri from another physician I know out there. And he said they were basically offering people the same thing, offering them money to get injected. So if this thing is so safe and we need it so bad and we have to have a vaccine for this dangerous virus that's floating around that apparently only comes out at, after 10.01 and apparently only infects people at small local businesses and apparently Costco and Amazon are all immune from COVID. It's such a horrible virus. You have to pay somebody to take it? You kidding me right now? You have to pay somebody to take it. This comes down to exactly what Dad said. We have to stand our ground and say no with this. We've continued to do it down here. We're continually fighting for it down here in Florida. We now have basically one of the mayors out in Tampa, or not the mayor, I think it's Hillsborough or Tampa. Now they're saying that if businesses and bars don't enforce face masks, they're going to start fining them, and eventually they're going to take their liquor license. I told you they do the same thing in Orange County over in Orlando, coming in saying you have to wear a mask. This is no longer something you can comply with, my friends. This is no longer about a virus. I've told you, I've, I've literally firsthand dealt with dozens upon dozens upon dozens of people that have tested positive for COVID. Every single person that I know personally that has followed natural health protocols, it's treated just like a normal cold. And it's knocked out very, very quickly. Even in individuals that are fairly older, now, if you're very, very unhealthy and you eat McDonald's every day and you drink diet sodas and you smoke a pack of cigarettes and you drink a case of beer every single night and you're unbelievably sick and on 10 different medications, if you catch COVID, can it kill you? Absolutely. Can the flu kill you as well? Absolutely. Can just about anything kill you, including all the toxins you're pumping in your body and diabetes and heart disease and cancer probably going to kill you? Yeah. That's what's going to happen to individuals that live like this. So when you start seeing the fear porn tell people that if you're healthy, it doesn't matter because you could still be asymptomatic, even though they blatantly have shown now that there is no asymptomatic spread. The Denmark randomized control study showed that there was no difference in spreading with individuals that wore masks and didn't wear masks. My question then is this to you. If you're healthy and you take care of yourself and you take your vitamins and you're not COVID positive, why on earth are you wearing a mask still? And problems, no, nobody can answer that question. I've asked people that. Well, it's, it's for it's for your protection. I'm doing it because I don't want to. Guys, somebody tell me the other day. They, I said you can take your mask off. They said no, 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 no. It's it's for your protection. I said it's not for my protection. I said I've already had COVID. I'm already over it. I said I already I if I caught it even again, which I can't. I would be completely fine because of the supplements and nutrients I take.
And they go, well, no, it's fine. I, I, I just want to make sure I protect you from, from it. And I'm like, but I don't need your protection. I'm not asking for your protection, nor do I care about you giving me your protection. That's well, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll wear a mask. It's, well, it's for my safety, too, even though you, you could be asymptomatic. I'm like, <laughs> just want to slap yourself on the forehead. You go, okay. <laughs> it just went over your head. But again, this is what brainwashing and propaganda does. This is the perfect example. You could not have done it any better. I mean, when you look at basically the propaganda they had with Hitler and the propaganda they had in Germany, you could not have done a better job at taking that information, expanding it, and exploiting it, and utilizing it on the American populace. We have had a full-blown psychological operation issued on the American populace, and the sad part about it is so many people have fallen prey for it. So again, as we continue to fight for freedom and fight for truth and say no we're not going to capitulate anymore. No, we're not going to sit back and recognize that you basically have an election that you won when you didn't and you completely and totally stole it. So please, my friends, continue to get the information out there. Speak the truth. Anytime you have the opportunity, speak the truth about stuff because we're seeing more and more. And more. I mean, the Mexican press just put out an article yesterday. 32-year-old female doctor basically suffered seizures, became fully paralyzed after the Pfizer vaccine on December 30th now. I mean, I, you can't make this stuff up, and yet so many people are blindly saying, hey, you know what, I'm just going to I'm gonna take it. I just need to take it. I just need to get out of the way. And what they're going to do is they're going to slowly, slowly, slowly tighten the noose on the things you can and can't do without a vaccine. They're, they already started it with planes. They're already starting it with air travel. They're discussing it. As we already saw Ticketmaster talked about it. You're not going to be able to get any concert tickets. You're not going to be able to go any venues if you don't have your vaccine passport. How about no? How about none of us get it? What are you going to do? You're going to shut down the economy again? You already tried to do that. We said no to that down here. A lot of other states have said no to that too. We're going to keep operating. You always have the right to say no. I'm not going to consent to your unlawful, illegal, tyrannical demands. Always remember, my friends, consent. You are giving them your consent when you do something. You are giving them your consent whenever you take a vaccine. Stay on your ground. Spread the show. Continue to speak the truth. Look at the articles we have on the website every single day. If you can't basically forward our show or you think somebody may not be receptive enough to it because it's too direct and too honest, then take some of the articles we post on the website every single day. I mean, we spend an enormous amount of time, dude. Dad and I and other individuals that are involved in this every single day to get this information out there. We have the tools. We have the information. Our friend Brad, he talked about yesterday, basically, you know, one of the schools he works with goes in, prints off the articles that my brother wrote in, about the face mask, and start putting them, you know, basically sending them out to people. Do that. Wake people up. This is the last chance we have to say no. And there's so many of us, and you see what they're doing in D.C. right now, 4 million people. There, there's a lot of people up there. And the thing is, they can't hang us all. There's a lot more people than there are law enforcement and federal agents and any other agency that wants to try to enforce illegal and constitutional orders, especially the ones that are saying you don't have the right to operate your own business. But Costco and Amazon can be booming, making record numbers this year, but you don't have a right to have your business open. If that doesn't wake you up right there, then there's no more waking you up. So again, my friends, my Health Masters family, thank you 
for standing up for the truth. And again, I support everybody up there that's at this rally, the ones that are the true patriots trying to make a difference. And we'll continue to keep everybody apprised on what's going on. What's your next story, Dad? Well, you know, Austin, yesterday, Austin and I were in Miami, and I we basically were down there at a meeting, and I had to, I was hungry, so I walked across the street because uh, we didn't have a car with us. We were basically, somebody picked us up at the airport, and we flew down on a little, little bitty plane. And what was interesting about it was, you know, I walked into this restaurant to get some sandwiches for everybody, and the guy went. This is this is what's so stupid. There were tables all around me. I walked into the counter and I said I need to order, you know, four sandwiches. And I walked by multiple seats that I could sit down at, and he said to me, "No, you have to leave the building, and you've got to come back in wearing a mask." And I said, "Well, how about if I just sit down right here?" No, you can't sit down right here. I said, "Well, do I have to have a mask if I sit down right here?" No. But you have to walk in wearing a mask, then you have to order, and then you have to sit down, and we have to do it that way. And I looked at him and I said, no. And he goes, well, no. I said, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And so I said, I'm just going to leave. So we walked out. You know, I had a friend of mine with me, and we just walked out. And then we went to Publix, you know, which is a big grocery store chain down here in the southeast. And I walked into Publix, didn't have a mask on, you know, walked over to the deli to order four sandwiches and there was a really nice black girl there she was scared to death and I said to her I said I need to order four sandwiches <gasps> oh you can't talk to me you can't order sandwiches unless you have a mask on and I'm like uh, no I'm not going to do that you have to leave and she like flips out and refused to wait on us and I'm like this is stupid you know this is insane but I did not put a mask on I picked up two pre-cooked chickens one of them was a green mice chicken, which was organic, and another one. And I left with my chickens. I mean, <laughs> I grabbed the chickens, and I head for the door. And uh, I get to the register. They don't say anything to me because I'm, like, leaving trying to buy stuff. So I spent my $15 on my two chickens, and I walked back across the street with my friend. And we sat down and had a little, basically, lunch of nothing but, you know, rotisserie chicken. And, uh, and I started laughing because now we're, you know, at, at this meeting and they didn't require we had masks on. But apparently down there in South Florida, because of the Democratic stronghold that it is, they are absolutely insane about having to wear masks. And sure enough, everybody outside, everybody driving their cars, everybody I saw, but the four of us who had gone down there were wearing masks. Even the guy who picked us up at the airport was, you know, wearing a mask. And we said to him, and this is what I also referred to a second ago, look, you don't have to wear the mask. Was, oh, I'm wearing it for my protection. And I will give the guy credit. He was properly brainwashed. <laughs> he couldn't think. And he was a great guy. He could not, he literally could not take the mask off in the car with us. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But yet, half the time, he's walking around with the mask pulled down under his nose. Which, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, Think through all of this stuff for a minute. And it's like Austin just said how absolutely programmed we have been now through COINTELPRO, Operation Mockingbird, through the media, through the radio, through many alternative talk shows who don't promote the truth and tell you what we just told you on our show today, who claim to be Christians, but they are not. They are of the synagogue of Satan. Now you just heard me say that. I'm going to say it again. There are many alternative talk shows out there who claim to know God, who claim to know Christ, 
who claim to be Christians, but they are not. They are of the synagogue of Satan. Now that can't be any more direct than that, can it, guys? And I don't have to. And so, and one of these shows, which is probably one of the largest alt media shows, is absolutely steeped in the synagogue of Satan, with being drunk on the show, using God's name in vain on the show, on and on and on and on and on. I mean, but yet they claim to be Christians. Go on other talk shows. This individual does and curse and use God's name in vain on other talk shows while they're cursing and using God's name. Question for all of you right now. How can salt water and fresh water flow from the same spring? That's the question. That's what the word says. Either you are or you're not. Either you're a Christian or you're not. Now, I'm not saying I've never said a bad word. I'm not putting some halo over my head. Sometimes these guys make me just want to cuss. But here's the problem. It can't be your everyday language. And what all you do is cuss all the time. All you do is drink all the time. All you do is stay drunk all the time. All you try to do all the time is dishonor God Almighty and Jesus and not obey what he tells us to do. It can't be that, guys. It can't be. By the way, 44 emergency room workers now are sick in Kaiser staff outbreak. One is dead. The person has died after a massive COVID outbreak in emergency room at San Jose Kaiser Permonte facility in California. Kaiser said some of the staff had been vaccinated, viral shedding baby, for the virus before the outbreak, but did not say whether the person who died had received the vaccine. While hospital officials pointed to a blown up costume worn by someone who apparently briefly in the emergency room as a possible source of the contamination. Guys, come on. This thing is getting so ridiculous with what they're doing to us, and they're not changing. In fact, you need to wake up. These lockdowns are designed to last forever. As the pandemic nears its first year anniversary, can you believe that, guys? It's been a year. Governments and health officials keep promising that lockdowns are only temporary, but are they? Evidence shows that, on the contrary, they are very well organized and have been designed to go on forever. Even if the official lockdowns are lifted, world technocracy world leaders envision pandemic strategies that amount to invisible lockdowns via digital tracking that will determine restrictions on where you can go and things that you can do and services you might or might not be able to have any longer. Guys, I saw that in Miami yesterday. Even if you told these idiots down there they don't have to wear a mask, that is okay now, many of them will continue to wear the masks for years to come. Now, the Surgeon General is saying don't mandate a COVID vaccine. U.S. Attorney General Jerome Adams is advising U.S. employers not to mandate the COVID vaccine, saying a vast mandate would cause pushback. Although the Kaiser Family Institute shows 71% of Americans are willing to take the vaccine, which I don't believe that, by the way, there is a very large movement among Americans who are questioning the vaccine's potential side effects. Adams explained that the vaccine is available for frontline workers through emergency use authorization helps them the pandemic. So the lie just continues more and more and more. By the way, more than a billion COVID masks have wound up in the oceans, getting washed out in the parking lots and getting dumped out in the garbage cans. As mask mandates continue around the world, a new type of environmental pollution is spreading as fast as COVID itself in streets and storm drains and oceans. Environmentalists say that as many as 1.56 billion masks made out of a microfiber plastic called polypropylene have already entered the oceans, adding to an additional an additional 4,680 to 6,000 metric tons of marine plastic pollution in our oceans right 
now. I mean, it just never ends, guys, of what they've done to us. You know, you want to weep. You want to absolutely sit down and weep and say, look what they've done to God's creation. But guys, the time for weeping is, is over with. It's time to stand now. It's time to be strong in the word. It's time to look up and see from whom our faith comes to see Jesus Christ. We need to realize, guys, this time is getting really, really, really short. And there will become, become a time here pretty quick when you're going to have to make a choice publicly. Listen to me. You're going to have to publicly take a stand for Jesus or against Jesus. You're going to be forced into that situation. My question is, what are you willing to do? I know that for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And I can pretty much guarantee you, all of you guys who listen to the show on a regular basis, you're going to serve the Lord too. But for all of you new listeners out there right now listening, there's going to come a time, it's going to come upon us shortly, you're going to have to take a stand. And if you won't stand by not wearing a mask, do you really think you'll stand when they put a gun to you? Do you really think that? If right now, if it's so easy to say, no, I won't wear the mask, I won't buy your sandwich. No, I won't. I won't put the mask on. If you're not willing to do that, what will it take and what will you do when you're really pushed to the limit? Just a quick question. I love you guys and I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely amazing. And again, I had the opportunity, the privilege to pray for you today. You guys are truly, truly a blessing to me. Thank you for your support of Health Masters. Austin, finish it up and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yes, and it's interesting when I told you guys this a couple of weeks ago. I had a discussion with somebody, and they were saying how you know, oh, we're, we're we never get the mark of the beast. They were you know Christians and talking about we're not we would never comply with that. But then as soon as they walk outside and walk into a store, everybody have their mask. Does everybody have their mask? No, no, I'm not wearing a mask. Oh well, if you don't wear your mask, the people are gonna get mad at you. You know the masks don't work. Yeah, I know, but I don't I don't want to deal with the blowback. It's a mask. That's literally it. You're telling me you're not going to take the mark of the beast? You're not going to get injected with a 666 tracker when you're basically forced to do so because you can no longer buy or sell with sudden revelations, but you will put on a face diaper just to walk outside? Nah, man. It's here now. You either stand up for it or you basically get in line. Go get in line. Wherever they're going, wherever they're taking you, I don't know. Just go get in line for it because if you're not going to stand up now, when are you going to stand up? That's interesting. You know that what told you guys. Dad and I went to Walmart that one night, and uh, it was disgusting. He's speaking of all these masks that are in the ocean now. We're, we're going to see an environmental and pollutant impact on this world, the likes of which we've never seen now with these masks and rubber gloves. And I remember we walked out in the parking lot of Walmart. We, we had to go there for some. I forgot what it was, but it was a ways back. We walk out in the parking lot, and the whole parking lot is littered, littered, littered with masks and rubber gloves. All over the ground. I mean, look, it looked so disgusting. It was like worse than a third world country. I mean, I've been down to Mexico. I've been all over the world. And it was disgusting. I'm walking around the park and I'm like, this is really, this is, this is what we're going to leave behind for our kids. This is what we want people to be proud of. I mean, if you want to wear that stupid stuff, at least put it in the trash in your vehicle. But, I mean, you're, you're walking out there and you're, you're pulling the gloves off. You're throwing them on the ground. You're taking the mask off. You're throwing them on the ground. Who's going to clean all that up? A lot of it's when it rains, it's going to go down in the drainage pipes. Where are the drainage pipes going to go? They're going to retention ponds. What happens in retention ponds? Fish and birds in retention ponds. You don't think that stuff's going to start contaminating everywhere around it? I mean, come on, guys. Let's think about what we're doing here. It's funny to me. The same 
idiot individuals that want to talk about we have to be green and we have to stop global warming and we have to save the planet from its destruction because we drive cars even though we're one of the least polluting countries in the entire world via our size and populace yet they come up with dumb stuff like that but yet we're allowing all this garbage to pollute right now over a virus with a 99.98% survival rate wake up my friends and stand up for what's truth Thank you again for the continued support of Health Masters. If you guys need anything, be sure to give us a call. We are here, as always, staying busy and just giving everybody a heads up. There's been some significant delays on a lot of shipping boxes, packages, priority mail, UPS, you name it. Um, it's not us. We're getting everything out as fast as we can. But a lot of stuff's coming in really slow and stuff's going out really fast from us and taking a long time to get delivered. So just giving everybody a very, very direct heads up on that because I've had a lot of people call and email me, where's my package, where my package is basically stopped in transit. I know we're dealing with it. We're fighting with the Postal Service. We're doing the best we can. If you need something that's an emergency or you need it now, we have incredibly good next-day air and second-day air rates, and those so far have not been delayed because those are pretty much guaranteed by UPS. So, again, thank you for the support. Be sure to check out the Testo Plus, our testosterone-boosting supplement. Incredibly good product. It's going to be up on product of the week here in the next few minutes because it won. You voted. It won. It's on sale. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Keep speaking the truth, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.